Hello, boys and girls. <laughs> That's a weird way to start this. <laughs> Hello, boys and girls. Welcome to the. I feel like I'm. A, I feel like my name's Howdy, and it's a roundup or something. Oh, okay. Hello, boys and girls. Hello, Howdy. <laughs> hey, Howdy. This is a real creepy way to start this podcast episode. Uh, yay! Hey, what? Uh, hello, hello, mi- hello, men and women. <laughs> <laughs> We are going to talk about Glass Onion today. I, I'm excited. Well, you should be, because it's great. Yeah, it really is. Um, But it's so dumb. <laughs> but it's so dumb. <laughs> but so smart. Uh, yeah, I love that. I love that they just play with you and immediately put everything out in front of you. But... Let's not get ahead of ourselves. That's spoiling. Because we talk about this in the a episode. Little bit. Uh, but welcome to the show. This is uh, this is about movies? It is this. Well, mm. I, I don't. I like how in the last few intros, <laughs> we've always had to like preface like, was this one actually about movies? I think we should just stop doing that. We don't need to tell you. That's my new. You know what? You know, that's my new kick. Uh, it'll kick fade. It. You know. <laughs> well, we've just been there for a while and we actually like we actually go back over and we're like. <laughs> Was it about movies this time? Mm, uh, yeah, 60%. 60%. <laughs> yeah, that works. Uh, but yeah, we're just having a conversation. We talk about movies. We talk about all kinds of stuff. Um, but it's just a couple of guys watching a movie and then having a conversation about it. Uh, we spoil everything, so be aware of that. And we do spoil a few other things. I don't know. Spoiled Barbarian, if you haven't seen well, that. Yet. But yeah, kind of. A little bit of Barbarian <laughs> spoilers in this one. Real, like at the very end. So, you know. Basically, the conversation's over at that point. So spoiled you know. a couple of animes. Uh, yeah, we do spoiled that Frozen well. Two. Uh, yes, well, kind of. We we spoil if a, that. A well, line I haven't seen it, Frozen, so maybe Frozen Frozen that's, I don't know. is that like a thing? Uh, it's not really a spoiler. <laughs> do you it's want to kind of a line? Yes. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then now we just spoil it again right now. So you know that's that. So this is a good example of what this show's like. So just be prepared. <laughs> keep your head on a swivel. You never know. Maybe, maybe when we might ruin comment. your favorite thing. Maybe so, not. <laughs> um, <laughs> but we're on a streak. We still have yet to to spoil um, Sopranos for me. So I'm happy about that. I Although need to actually you're probably about to watch, uh, very quickly watch that show. <laughs> you're about to watch so, uh, him, Christopher in White in, Lotus. Uh, White Lotus. Yes, yeah. which I just finished the first season, which is great. White Lotus is is a is a great show. It's got great music too, and. Oh no! Nope. Oh, dang it! We're gonna get copyright. Stuck in my head. Well, while that's stuck in our head, uh, enjoy this episode. We're talking about Glass Onion. Ryan Johnson directs. Uh, Daniel Craig uh, stars and and so many other people. So many other people. <laughs> Everyone stars. Everyone's in this movie, uh, and it's a it's a wonderful time. Go see it. Please don't listen to this episode if you have not seen it. Watch it. It's on Netflix, and it's, it's uh, very good. It's a good time. It's a fun movie. You'll, you'll enjoy it. <clears throat> yep, watch it with your family. It's a good time. All right. Well, unless, you know, they don't like cussing. Cussing. <laughs> <laughs> Which, well, well, I don't know if they do. I don't remember film, if they cuss or but not. But maybe but they do. Maybe they do. So, <laughs> I don't know. If that bothers you, I guess. <laughs> Report back to us <laughs> Report back. if they was cussing. Are there not. swear words in this movie? I don't. I really don't remember. <laughs> All right. Yep. Last onion. <laughs> Yeah, for stock tips. What's that? I can make you the same as I just made me. 
Three grand down to two hundred. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you invest in Twitter or No, they're probably held up better than what I did. I don't want to point fingers, but um someone I know was like, Hey, this is a good one. I was like, Okay. I think that's usually a red flag. <laughs> or 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 just pay more attention than I did. <laughs> like I looked at it three months later and I was like, Is it up? Yo no, that's way down. <laughs> <laughs> oh no oh well you win some you lose some i feel like if somebody gives you advice on stocks before you like listen to really anything they have to say you need to look at look at that person and determine are they in the same like bracket of life as me <laughs> and if they are then you probably shouldn't take their stock advice like it's not making much I don't of know. A you can go. You can go <laughs> anywhere with that. Like, even if they're really rich and have made a ton of money in the stock market, but they're willing to lose how much? How much can I afford to lose? Uh-huh. You know. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So they. Yeah, I'm. I'm not saying that. Like, you can't. Obviously, <laughs> rich people and people that don't have as much money can't. They can't hang out. They can't. But I'm saying, like, no, I mean, no if ma- you know no ma- that no matter wealthy, what, the advice, the stock yeah. market advice is, you should probably just not do it. Just not do it. <laughs> it doesn't matter what it is. Even if they're really rich, just like, yeah, even if they're rich and they it. own a company and they're like, this is about to blow up, be like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. I think the best, yeah, as far as like gambling, all that stuff, the best advice I ever got was just, just know how much you're willing to lose and only invest or spend that much <laughs> and then when you lose it. when you lose it do not continue don't cry don't cry don't you said that's what you were willing to lose <laughs> and don't try to win it back if you lose it it's gone just deal with it and you move start on. yeah you're starting back over from where you were <laughs> yeah. not oh man i was up th- i was yeah. yeah i was there no i no, i'm still there i'll get it back i'll get it back <laughs> no you won't no you won't this is not financial advice. It's just a conversation. <laughs> How about people who wish they could have financial advice? <laughs> wish. Yeah. How have you been? How was your How was your break? How is your break? I'm right in the middle of it. I don't know. You don't I'm know? real tired. Mm. I don't know if I'm not. I mean, I'm not drinking as much caffeine as I normally do, I guess. And I'm also <laughs> like waking up real late. Oh, yeah. Like even yesterday at the card shop. I walked in and I felt like I was waking up. Oh man! <laughs> it's but, like I mean, o'clock. but I had been awake since yeah. like ten or eleven. But I don't know. Just the first time, like out of the house again. Yeah, that makes sense though. Like yeah. I, I went out of the house. I think the first for for the day because I was watching my daughter in the morning. I think I went out at like three o'clock, and when I went outside, it was like, oh gosh, <sighs> I, it's late in the day. <laughs> like, yeah, really. <laughs> Really Even like though I had energy. been up since early, I just felt like I, yeah, the day had just started for me because I went outside. But yeah, but like I don't know what's going on, but real low, <laughs> real low energy. But you know, I don't know. Well, I have. Uh, how do I say this? Oh, Southwest canceled more flights today. Oh, I'm sure they did. Two thousand three hundred today. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> exactly. What's crazy to me exactly is like came on, I guess like, I will we'll, we'll return. We'll be normal tomorrow, we promise. Uh-huh. <laughs> What's crazy to me is that it makes sense that there's that many flights. But in my mind, 
when I'm looking up flights, it's always like, there's only one today to this destination. Only one. Well, from there to there. Right. Yeah. But only one. So then I'm like, all right, how many airports are there in the United States? A few hundred? Like, mm. it, not even that much when it comes to, like, big airports, you know? So it's like, okay, there's only one flight from one place to one place. Then, so when, when I see the number, they're like, they canceled thousands of flights. And I'm like, are there thousands of flights? <laughs> <laughs> I guess there are. I guess that makes sense. But when I see those numbers, I'm always like, what the crap? How many airplanes do they have? <laughs> like, that's a lot of airplanes. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm guessing, I'm just guessing 2,300 is maybe two thirds. Yeah. And I realize some of those planes are making multiple flights a day, but so they're not, you know, they cancel 2,000 flights. That's not 2,000 planes. That's probably you yeah, know, but half, still, that, number, like, half that number, but still, that's, yeah, that's a lot of planes. And what's happening? Like, what's happening? <laughs> Well, with, with right they, now, with did, Southwest. I mean, did they get, like, an update on their planes that, like, no, well, electronically the, turned them all off and they can't figure out how to turn them back on or something? From what I understand, and this don't even, like, don't listen to me because I know nothing. But I mean, you we, were, you were, I looked, you I was at least there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was there. I was all, there. all they've said on the, the news is they, they said uh, a combination of poor planning bad luck and and it's like but you're not saying anything yeah it's just kind of skirting around the the issue i feel like it was uh, just from what we talked we talked to staff and also a couple like pilots and stuff while we were there was that the winter storms kind of revealed some flaws in their infrastructure uh, and some of those flaws being outdated uh, systems but wouldn't that just be like and, we can't um, fly into those places you know what i mean uh yeah but it's not that not like systemic <clears throat> so what happened with our flight wasn't that we didn't have a plane it was we didn't have a pilot because, because he because he was somewhere else nope. locked out from cold nope he was in our airport but he was not allowed to fly anymore because pilots have a certain number of hours when they reach that hour they legally cannot fly anymore it's safety it should be that way but they you had a pilot just not your pilot no, he was our pilot. He was supposed to be our pilot. But because what? of delay, because I don't know how it, it just, they have a certain, I don't know how they keep track of their hours, but somehow like he. Because he of the got, delay, it's like he was on the clock. Yes. And he can't be on the clock anymore. Because he can't be awake for yes, so many hours and still be flying. So that was the thing is like, because of all the delays, like, yeah. So he actually wasn't our original pilot. We were supposed to get a plane out of Pittsburgh. I think it was. Or maybe it was uh, Philadelphia. One of those two. Anyways, there was a storm they're, there. That they're plane, the same city. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> Everybody in Pennsylvania <laughs> uprising. Uh, that flight got canceled, and that was our plane that was supposed to be where we were going. Or where we were. That plane was supposed to come to us, and we were supposed to take that to um, California. But that plane didn't show up. So they rerouted a different plane from New Orleans, but that plane had to go to Chicago first and then come back. So by the time it had gone to Chicago <laughs> and gotten delayed and all that stuff and then got to us, that pilot was out of hours. And so he had to stay in Birmingham, even though he wasn't. So he told us, or he told my wife, who was the one talking with them, was he was like, yeah, I wasn't even supposed to work this week. I just saw that they needed help, and so I volunteered to, to come <laughs> in. And he's like, and now I'm stuck uh in a city that I don't live in for the holidays because I'm they maxed out my hours like so he can't he has to stay until he can get so back not, not even again. for the day he's done for the week 
I don't know how that works, but essentially that story, I think, was happening all over the country. <laughs> Pilots were getting just sent to like places because of all the random delays and stuff like that. Pilots were maxing out all over. And I think that's kind of a well, big the, part of it. That, so. the, yeah, but somewhere it seems like there would have been like a core of like 30 pilots who were like, you'd think that, but that's today. apparently something that Southwest doesn't do. And the other airlines do that. They have pilots sort of on standby in mm-hmm. hubs to just fly and then to fill in at any moment's notice. Uh, Southwest apparently does not do that. And it's just like one plane, one pilot, here we go. Like type of thing. And so there's mm-hmm. no backups. So when people drop out, there's not really anybody else to take their place. So the flight just gets canceled. Or, or I, again, or don't listen to me. I, this is just my take on what's someone to be rerouted who then has an open schedule. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure they do that at some point, but who knows? I mean, some people may just say, "No, I don't want to work anymore." You know? Yeah, they should have <laughs> I'm like, going home. <laughs> who knows? They should have like not re- not not re- like retired, but like semi-retired guys getting half pay mm-hmm. who are there to like jump on. Well, yeah, I think that's the, the the whole thing is that people are arguing staff, you know, employees are saying our systems are outdated. We need to put new systems in place to kind of help with these things that other airlines are doing. And obviously they didn't have issues. You know, yeah. there were still, you know, there's, st- but they're like lights going out for other airlines. So. That was Monday, right? This, that was Monday. Yeah. But this our Sunday, three days uh, later, our Saturday still, flight got still systematically too, so. like. And it's not freezing anymore, but they're still yeah. It's just because they're canceling two thirds of the flights. Well, they yeah, they're canceling them because one, everybody that got canceled is trying to rebook, and so along with people who already had tickets, extending the flights out, and yeah, it's just compiling. (laughs) Here's a a, good time. Here's a five hundred dollar voucher. You can't use it until July. (laughs) It's like I don't, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, bonus points. It's worth a thousand dollars if you use it. Like, take the least used month. Yeah, it's worth it's worth double if you want to use it in March for some reason. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> in March for some reason. I don't even know. Like, I, just I wouldn't be know. surprised if it's like a week or two from now. Southwest is like, uh, we're bankrupt. <laughs> and so <laughs> they're skirting that line. Yeah. It just feels like how do you recover? Like financially, well, Southwest a massive hit. So. Southwest anyway kind of feels like they're always skirting that line. <laughs> See, here's the thing: I know that Southwest is supposed to be like they're the right cheaper there. airline. I've flown Delta, American, United, and Southwest, and by far the nicest planes, the nicest service, the like most comfortable seats. Southwest by oh, far. Delta. No, Delta was terrible when uh, I went with it. What's the one that flies directly in? Yeah, Delta. I mean, until you get to like the tiny planes going to tiny cities. I've only ever flown Delta for work and it was never fun. I've I've had like almost every time Delta I've had like a real newer plane that actually like had Wi Fi on it. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just say like I had TVs <laughs> in the seats. <laughs> well, I mean I've I I don't think I've ever been on a plane that didn't have a TV in there, except for like the tiny ones. But I mean like Southwest. Yeah, they all got TVs and stuff. Maybe it's maybe they like save them for the you going from Birmingham to California, but from yeah, like maybe. here to Dallas or something. They, no, they have TVs in Dallas. I go to Dallas too. We fly. <laughs> we jump around depending on the well, the time of year. To be honest, like we didn't want to go to Denver right now because that would suck. 
So we hopped over Denver double, to go to Vegas. Double calls. Yeah, double call. Well, also Denver. There were just uh, if online. I just typed in like like Southwest cancellations or something like that. And the top thing was like an article on CNN talking about all the stuff going down. And then the like next few things were Twitter posts of the inside of the Denver airport <laughs> and uh, how there were just bags everywhere from all the canceled flights and they didn't have enough room. So they were just like flooding into the halls and into the terminal, like into that whole area in the front. So it was just like just mountains. Yeah. What do you do? So I was like, Oh my gosh. (laughs) So I was like, glad we're not there. Like it's freezing there. And also there it's nuts. So, the so good thing is we didn't get stuck. So it's going to be like somewhere. some forty like we just turned around and went like home. So forty employees' jobs for like a week to f- figure all ship that crap bags. Yeah. It's probably just hell for them right now. Oh god. Yeah, I don't envy being. Well, one, I don't envy being an employee there, but I definitely don't envy being anybody in leadership. That's got to be a. Did you see the nightmare? I don't even know how long ago this was. Mr. Beast. Was gonna uh, was gonna be in some smaller town with a piggly wiggly, okay. And he was gonna pay for everyone's groceries that day. Oh, nice. And then they the staff leaked it ahead of time. Oh, and told all their friends shop this day, uh-huh. buy everything. So the store, well, once he found out they had leaked it, he's like, "No, I'm not gonna. No, I'm not doing that. That's not what this was about." So then. That like like the store's packed. People are pulling two and three carts. Uh-huh. Like like they cleaned out the meat section. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody was like, "I'm gonna have a barbecue!" And like had their had carts just stacked full of stuff. Like the store had been ransacked, uh, but people were in the store with the stuff loaded up, waiting for Mr. Beast to show up. He did. And then they're like, "Mr. Beast is not coming." Mr. Beast is not coming today. He will not be here to pay for your groceries. And what do you think these people did? They just left it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not paying for this. Yeah. So that whole store, ooh, looked, it looked real bad. But, yeah, they had to have, like, people. Actually, I think some of the people that were there that wanted free stuff, like, a tenth of them were like, oh, I feel bad here. I'll help the employees put all this back up. Jeez. Yeah, that was the thing. It's always interesting when you have uh, tense situations like that. Like, you know, you've got, it's the holidays, especially with the flight stuff. Like, it's holidays. There's a lot of people trying to get places. They're tired a lot of times. No one likes hanging out in the airport for long periods of time. Uh, they don't like, it. it's cold. So, you know, that I mean, If, it, if it. every chair was like a sleep pod, then. Maybe. Right, yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, they, you know. And it's it like, <laughs> ding, your flight is boarding now. I'd be like, okay. Yeah. Which I mean, to Birmingham's airport, to their credit, they've upgraded a lot of their stuff. So like going through security was like super smooth. Mm. They've upgraded all their things, so now you don't have to take anything out of your bags. You just put it on the tray and then walk through, which is really nice because I hate having to like pull out my laptop, my switch, my and and do all that stuff. And it's like okay, take your shoes <laughs> off, your belt off, your jacket off, hat off, take all your clothes off, dance around, the and then we're jump coming the from hoop. Alabama. Is that yeah, what happened? <laughs> These are nice white Christians. They're not terrorists. <laughs> not till the uprising, I guess. Oh, not till the uprising, yeah. <laughs> South will rise again. Oh, God. Oh, goodness. They, yeah. So, anyways, they've done some stuff, like I said, to their credit. So, it was really nice. It was super smooth. 
to get through that. So I don't know. There, there were just some fun people there. Some fun people. <laughs> oh there. yeah, you're telling, yeah. you're telling me about some people. Yeah, they're just like so. There was a One, a, once you a give couple, them a couple of hours. Yeah, there was a couple gonna, guys there that were drunk. Yeah, <laughs> they we ended up having to be in well, line. I got time. Yeah, we ended up having to be in line to uh, because customer service for Southwest was basically down. Like their app wasn't working, and there was supposedly a ten hour wait on the phone. So that's not even backed up. So <clears throat> they just didn't have enough people that, working. But, I don't know what it is. Not even, I don't even know how that's a number you could give out. Like a shift is eight that, hours, So right? it's not like they're saying, hey, it's 10 hours to wait. It's it's like that's that's what CNN was reporting. <laughs> so whatever. I'm not going to wait. like, I've been on the phone for 10 hours. Yeah. Well, they had been interviewed people and they were saying. So you know what? Sure, maybe you could get in well, earlier. But I mean, like, you know, like ahead but, of time you call in, like your wait time is. I don't even know how you could project 10 hours. Oh, they hours. didn't. I didn't like even a, think they projected. A shift would be eight hours and a person's either going to get your call on their shift or not. Yeah. And then leave. Well, Jenny was on the phone with them when we had canceled our flight for a few days earlier because her daughter got really sick. She was on the phone for three hours waiting. Jeez. And it was a weird wait because it was, she waited and they did, you know, there's like music playing and stuff. And eventually the music just turned off <laughs> and she's like, did they hang up on me? Gonna, and she's looking at it like, no, I'm that. still on the phone. But like, I feel like maybe they're not actually there anymore. And they're only going to play. Eventually the they hung up on her for an hour yeah. per person. But eventually <laughs> they just ended the call from their end after Oops. two hours. And yeah. then, so she called them back again, waited another hour. And then eventually was, she was just like, okay, I don't. So we figured it out, I think through online, but it was just kind of a, yeah, it was a nightmare. But there, yeah, there was, a, I got to tell you at least one story, which I told you already, but then, you know, for the listeners, <laughs> the, uh, uh, cause this what? is, this no is <laughs> you know, you came here for, for talk about movies. You're going to get my, my Southwest story. Anyways, there's a few drunk people. One drunk guy was just kind of getting a little upset. He's real agitated. He was having a hard time. He was wanting to be with his daughters and all that stuff and that's that's fine i know everybody's got their own problems and everyone's got to be somewhere but he's the like fact that like he screaming mad he's like I yeah just want no i mean he fam. wasn't he wasn't saying that kind of stuff but he was he was he was a close talker which made it even worse and he there was a, a small bar like just across the way across the terminal from where we were all waiting in line so that we could go and like either rebook or cancel and get refunds so i was in line for about four hours that day just to get that all situated. Because the whole airport was in line, you know? Everybody, Ugh. all the flights are canceled, so. Um, <laughs> and the phones are working. you up so, by your boarding class. <laughs> yeah, well, because we, our situation was weird. Like, you were telling me, like, I would have just left, like, after. But we didn't know, li like, we needed to figure out, one, how to get our money back so that we could then get a different flight. Because um, we didn't have the money to just shell out another, you know, couple thousand dollars for tickets with another airline we needed to get a refund so uh and then we weren't sure when we were going to refund or how that was all going to work or if they were going to be able to reschedule like we didn't want to get on this flight and then get stuck in vegas for a few days which is what would have happened if our flight had not been canceled because they canceled <laughs> all the southwest flights one more so, one more advanced yeah we would well, have just been like all right christmas in vegas now which may not have been terrible but with a baby it's not the the most fun place to hang out. So, uh, well, I don't know. That's close enough to for California. Yes, we could have we could have potentially driven. Yes, but that's still uh, it's still 
Yeah. No, we could not short. Yeah, it's not short. We'd have to yeah get car seats and you know all. It's just no. Yeah, yeah. Not didn't want to do it. So, anyways, we're we're there. We're in line. This guy, he was upset, and he. (laughs) I came back at one point. My wife was standing in line for me. I went to the bathroom, came back, and she handed me her phone. And I kind of looked at it weird and was like, "Why? What's wrong with your phone?" And I was like, "Your phone's really heavy." And looked at it again, and I was like, "Something's not right. I don't understand what's going on." I looked at it and was like, "This is a flip phone. It's like one of those like full screen like." fold and half phones and i was like what have you always had this phone wait this isn't your phone why why did you hand me this phone and she's like it's that guy's phone i don't know he just handed it to me and said hold this and left and i was like what and then the guy came back and i handed him the phone he's like all right thanks whatever and he was walking away and he was like and then you know because he was getting agitated he just kept making announcements to the whole room just like, all right, everybody, I just want to let you know, you know, I'm on the phone with Southwest, and I'm waiting. I'm waiting for all of us. I'm going to take care of us, everybody. Ooh. You're like, okay, please stop talking. He's got me. <laughs> and then um, he's like, we're all going to be here together, you know, all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, goodness. <laughs> so he's whatever. Well, then he just left his bags next to us and went to the bar for like 45 minutes. And then he came back. And nobody, like, the line moved, and so nobody picked up his stuff. And he came up to me and was like, use some choice words. <laughs> <laughs> Called me some names. And uh, was like, why didn't you pick up my bags? I thought you were going to move my bags with you. And I was like, nah. why would I do that? And he was like, because we're in line together. And I'm like, no, man, that's not how it works. Like, And he's like, he's like, man, I really thought you were. I thought you had my back. I thought you, and I'm like, what? No. And then well, cause another, he had your back so hard. Guess, yeah. yeah. So then the, uh, there was a couple of ladies in line next to me. They're like, sir, you need to like, no one's going to carry your bags for you. You need to carry your own bags. <laughs> and so I was like, thank you for standing up for me. Cause I don't know what to do right now. Cause this guy's upset with me for some reason. And then, uh, he got mad, grabbed his bags and like put them in front of me in line Ooh. and then was like, I don't know, man. I thought we were all in this together, and I'm like, <laughs> walked okay. away, yeah. and then walked away back to the bar again. I just walked around his bags, and again. Then, well, yeah, it's exactly <laughs> what everyone did. So another hour passed, and then we get up a little bit further, and he comes back, and he does it again. He calls me names again, <laughs> and at that point, like the ladies, don't you like learn? the ladies behind me again, stood up and were just like, "Hey, you need to like pick up your own stuff." And I was like, "Dude, it's like the first rule of airports is you don't pick up people's <laughs> bags. Like that's just." <laughs> It's just bad. For you all, I, do that for at all, all like, I know, you're a U.S. Marshal and you're testing yeah, whether exactly. I'll well, touch that your bags or you're actually or not. like, I mean, I don't think that you have any bad intentions, but like that's the whole point is you're not supposed to pick up who knows what's in the bag. People leave bag discarded. It's supposed to get <laughs> picked up and sent to security. Technically, like, if I see something, I'm supposed to say something. Exactly. Leave them again and see what happens. <laughs> and the third time he left <laughs> So somebody actually called security on him. And um, he was not happy about There's that. This dude who left his bags <laughs> in line. What? Uh, well, it wasn't just doing that, but he was be- he was like walking again. He was a close talker, so when he came up and he called me names, he I say called me names. It sounds like grade school, but he just <laughs> it was just he was just cursing me out. That's basically what he was doing. So, um, but uh, he um, he wa- he would just walk into like groups of like families that were in line together you just walk into their group and just start talking with them <laughs> real close you know and it's like okay i get it we're all hey. sharing this experience together 
But look, everybody, it's just not helping. And he's, you know, he was he was drunk. He'd been drinking a, a decent amount. He was at the bar for a long time. So <laughs> it is what it is. You know, it's fine. But it was just funny because it's like, and eventually security came and they were like, "Hey, man, you can't be like." getting up in people's faces or leaving your bags around and all that stuff. Or anything that you're doing. And he was upset by that. And then he, he walked over and, Which one you and, fell, and fell asleep Which one in one of the chairs. On but uh, you, another you guy. You ever think that about people like, like you know how babies get like really cranky before uh-huh. they're just about to go to sleep? Yeah, that's oh, you're just tired. Go over there, fall asleep, <laughs> take a nap. You'll be happier when you wake up. Yeah. That's it might have been exactly what it was. Who knows? Because who knows how long? Who knows how long he'd been traveling? You know. But uh, you know, I wish him the best. So, (laughs) but there was another guy, cranky man, who I didn't even know you were allowed to just open, like, carry open drinks in the airport. But he just had beer that he bottled beer that he was walking around drinking under the plane, can't you? Can't, I don't know. I don't drink, so I don't really. I would. I would assume so because okay. you can buy more drinks on the plane. It just. Yeah, I know you can get drinks on the plane. It just seems like a bad idea for well, people I mean, to be any, walking any around area. with open <laughs> containers of alcohol in the, the airport. Area where I don't you know. Can, just like, get it and then get more. I would assume you could just you know continuously bring it from there to there. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't really know. I just think it. I just thought it was funny because it was obviously creating issues today <laughs> or that day. So, anyways, we're in this line, okay, and this guy, another guy that's drinking, is way up at the front of the line, and he turns around and he's like, "Can I have every, everyone? Let me have your attention." And so, everyone looks to him because they think this is an airport employee, and uh, he's like, he just said, he's like, "Everyone, want your attention, please." And then he flips everybody in line off, and everyone's like, "What the heck?" <laughs> And he just turns around and goes back to what he's doing. And we're like, okay. Some Southwest guy flipped me off. So then like like 10 minutes later, he gets everyone's attention again and then starts ranting about how awful Southwest is. And he was like, nobody's getting out of here tonight. And we're like, okay, buddy, take it easy. And then he got out of line and started like standing out in the middle of the terminal yelling at everybody. And of course, the drunk guy that was, you know, in line near me, decided he needed to go calm this guy down so he goes over there and then you have two drunk guys in the middle of the airport not talking quietly to each other just yelling at each other one of them being like hey man you need to calm down like you know and i'm like you want to talk like you're over here like doing the same thing so it was he looks just back at you, he's like move my stuff exactly <laughs> exactly it was a fun time at the airport uh we were there for the whole day and then Eventually, we left, and uh, we got our money back, and we got tickets with a different airline for a different day. But that day is not till tomorrow, so that's why we're here podcasting because we're <laughs> we're stuck here. So we have we have yet to celebrate Christmas. Fit in where you. Which by the in. time you hear this episode, it's going to be you know a few weeks after Christmas. But time. yes, surprise, uh, surprise. We're recording, we're recording early. Earlier. <laughs> There's the there's turnaround time. There's edit There's editing time. <laughs> there's time where we just have to think, <laughs> contemplate whether or not we want this to be in the world. <laughs> We've done that a couple times. <laughs> Speaking of things that we need to contemplate, uh, I think I have. Um, 
I, okay, so here's here's what I'm gonna say. I I don't think I can be trusted when it comes to my emotional reactions to movies anymore. I, I think <laughs> I think I'm what an un, I think I'm an untrustworthy source. So when I have a reaction to something and I'm like, guys, this movie, it just <laughs> it's just so good. It's so moving. It's all this stuff. You know, take it with a lot of salt. You finally realize your subjectivity. So I spent so because we're here for a few days. My wife decided she was going to go into work and take care of some stuff, and then because we're we're pushing our flights, our trip a little bit back, so uh, she's sort of making up a day so that she can take an extra day on the other end mm-hmm. of our trip. And um, so I was watching our daughter in the morning, and um, we were having just like a great day. <laughs> my daughter's been like real clingy to my wife recently, and not really wanting to be around me that much. And so for whatever reason, she just was like. This is, she just wanted me the whole day and it was so much fun and we just had a great time. We just played, we played, we did, you know, like we watched, uh, we watched Frozen 2 together, which I had not seen and she's really into Olaf right now. So she didn't really care about the other characters. She just likes Olaf. Uh, anyways, so we're watching that movie. I had not seen it. Okay. I've seen the original or the first one. So we're watching it and it gets to the, have you seen this movie? No, but I know it completely, uh. Sure, because of completely ignores the first one. Does it? Yeah, like the philosophy of the first one is like you need your family, you need your people to help, and the second the second one ends with her like rejecting all that and then going back alone into the forest so she can learn how to control it. Uh, yeah, I guess I I don't know. I didn't really think too hard about it. Um, mostly because we were also taking breaks here and there (laughs) to play with other things, and then we come back to the movie. And you know, but I, I haven't so, seen either one. So but. that oh okay. So that well, there's a you know the whole do you want to build a snowman thing? Mm-hmm. Like her sister's like locked herself away in the first film, and she's like every day comes over and is like, do you want to build a snowman, please? You know, let's it go. doesn't have to be yeah. a snowman. So we get to like towards the end of the second movie, and the sister that was locked up in her room for most of the first film, or the beginning of the first film, goes to her other sister and says, and like you know. It's about to happen. And, and she says, do you want to build a snowman? And it's like, I freaking burst into tears. <laughs> like, I like it just like hit me so stinking hard. I was like, what is happening right now? Why am I crying? Yes. I was like, it's so yes. sweet. Yes. And, uh, but like, and I just was like, but like, I have tears coming down my face and I'm laughing because of how <laughs> stupid, like how ridiculous this is. And I was like, I can't be trusted anymore with when it comes to <laughs> comes to my emotional response to films. I don't I can't even control it anymore. I don't even know why I'm reacting this way. You're so like, what is the, what is the last movie that <laughs> deeply moved you? Frozen two. Frozen two. <laughs> just that one part. Oh man, just gets me. <laughs> so anyways. It was that day Randy realized. So anytime we're talking, I'm talking crap about like some movie, you know, their next Marvel episode, and I'm like, I don't know, guys. Wish it could have been more like Frozen Two. You you know, you just someone's like, yeah, but that Randy guy, he really hates Marvel movies. Like, yeah, but he he cried in Frozen Two, so don't don't really worry, don't worry about (laughs) what he thinks. (laughs) Yeah. So so whatever he likes, he likes. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. I will say the best joke in Frozen 2 was when Olaf is wandering in the forest and he's looking for his friends. He's by himself and he's like, Anna, Elsa, Samantha. 
I don't even know Samantha. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty great. <laughs> They're like, it's one, a dumb one joke, take, do whatever you want, yeah, Josh Gad. He's like, got it. Josh Gad's great. If you ever get a chance to see Book of Mormon, well, sorry, he won't be in it. But if you ever get to see an old, he was good in it when he was in it. This was before Frozen. Somebody's that play is really somewhere. great. It's very funny and offensive, but you know what? Get over <laughs> it. <laughs> Just, it's great. It's funny. It's more funny than it is offensive. It's Mormons. What are they going to do? It, well, <laughs> uh, it's more. It's, it's offensive to more than just Mormons. So it, you know, but it's they're great. like, hey, I'm a Mormon. I'm more. <laughs> we gonna do about it? Nothing. Hey, it ends up being like. Make it, it ends up making fun of Mormons pretty hardcore, but also being very pro Mormon. It's really magical how it does that. <laughs> but maybe I not pro Mormon, but it's like you know what you do you. That's all, and they're not like that's fine if you believe all this crazy stuff. You're still cool, you know. It's whatever. Yeah, like you believe whatever you want to believe, but yeah, if you're believing this because it's logical. Uh, in in the show, they yeah. made, they sort of did it. It was a. Uh, what were they singing in the oh, background? Oh, South Park? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dum, 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 dum. Dum, dum, yeah. dum, dum, yeah. yeah. It's a great episode. But yeah, basically, yeah, I mean, Book of Mormon is basically that episode, but like even longer. So. <laughs> and then, with better music. And the music then is really he good. looked at the golden tablet <laughs> with a language he couldn't read, and he deciphered it. Dum, 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 dum. <laughs> but he stuck his head in. <laughs> I don't believe you'll do it a second time. That's same. Well, I'm not gonna do it. Dum 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 dum. Uh, I mean, one of the I don't know. One of the funniest parts in the play is the the you know, these Mormon missionaries going to a some tribe in Africa. I think it is the the tribe teaches them like a traditional song, and so they're like trying to like they're learning the song with them and singing it in their language. So they start. They teach them the song, and they're. Uh, they're singing it and they're like, do we got it? And they're like, yeah, you got it. And they're like, what does it mean? And it means they're like, oh, it means F God and die. <laughs> and the missionaries are like, what? We can't sing that. <laughs> We've been singing this this whole time. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> it was pretty great. <laughs> like they think it's really catchy. and they sing Yeah, it well, like it is very catchy. It's a very like... <laughs> It's a very catchy song when it's not in English, and then they turn it in English, and they're, like, horrified at what they've done. It's so funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. They're, like teach, they're teaching their kids. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you like that song? Dad, what does it mean? You know? I don't know. <laughs> it's my favorite song. <laughs> Speaking of stuff that's dumb. <laughs> oh, yes. Man, I love this movie. It's not smart. It's just dumb. No, it's brilliant. No, it's, it's not dumb. brilliant. It's dumb. <laughs> it's just so stupid. stupid. <laughs> the smartest thing you did, you stole from me. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it, it's so dumb. It's brilliant. Yeah. No, it's just stupid. <laughs> did you, I mean, you've seen the first Knives Out, yes. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, did you like that movie? I didn't the first time for really? some reason. Okay. I didn't really care for it when we saw it in theaters. Did I see it with you? 
I don't know. When I, when I first saw it in theaters, maybe. I, I just remember not ago. super yeah. caring for it. Mm. And then it came out on Netflix, and I was like, eh, all right. And then I watched it again, and I was like, this is really good. Why did I not like it? <laughs> uh, yeah, but this one's <laughs> so good. <laughs> yeah, I think overall, like, I mean, mysteries are really hard to write, I, I would imagine. Seems like they'd be hard to write. And I know Ryan Johnson spent more time on the first one, and then he had less time for this one because they're like, more please. And he's like, oh, um, mm, okay. Uh, yeah, let me see what I got. Uh, so I think the mystery for the first film is like, tighter it's just the overall the story like the structure of everything is just a tighter film yeah i think but i think there's more to it yeah and there, it's fun and all that stuff but I, but this one is just so silly yeah that it it like <laughs> it it's just such a fun movie it's so great and they i don't know i love the proportions of everything everything's just kind of larger than life and over the top and all like all the like you know, you think one thing's going to happen and then it comes something completely else. Like, just with him, like, solving the dinner party mystery immediately. Uh, <laughs> oh, can we go? Winning an iPad. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need an iPad. I just was, I thought maybe there was a prize. <laughs> you said we won something. That's just where my mind went. You don't have to get an iPad. Yeah. It just felt like, I mean, they obviously made it during COVID. <laughs> and it felt like they were just having a good time making the movie. They're like, yeah, let's just get a bunch of people in here. Yeah. Like, let's have Yo-Yo Ma have a freaking cameo for a second. <laughs> and just so they had, they had uh, Steven Sondheim and like... Steven Sondheim uh, and uh, who's Dream... The, who's uh, the murder she wrote lady? Angela Lansbury, was that her? Uh, when he was playing Among Us? Yeah, it was uh, Sondheim and then uh, a couple people I don't... Whose names I can't remember, but they Natasha, somebody, the... Yes, yeah, and then uh, um, and then Kareem uh, Abdul Jabbar yeah. <laughs> was in there, and uh, I think I think the murder she wrote, lady. Oh, that might have been. Um, but the uh, yeah, and then at and the he was at the, he was real bad at it. Yeah, <laughs> like, I can't play these. Children's I just don't understand games. how that. Yeah, <laughs> talking about how terrible Clue is, <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, I got this." And then she, the way she even draws the uh-huh. Clue board, is, she does it wrong. She doesn't include the billionaire oh it. yeah so literally everyone else she's finding out motive and opportunity and, the, and it's the actual all person. board is filled but she the only person she didn't write for either one of them was the guy because mm-hmm. she assumed he had nothing to do with it and she wrote she actually wrote his name at the top as if he was the one getting the motive and opportunity to be killed yeah but yeah yeah <laughs> so she messed she messed up the clue game too yeah uh, well, I mean, that's also just kind I, of like, but I, yeah, I love that he's like, I need something, I need something intelligent. I can't, I can't play this stupid game. <laughs> like, I literally can't even do it. And uh, what was the? Well, I got a box from you, and it had these children's games. Yeah, <laughs> Everyone else is playing with it. It's like this is a, this guy's genius. He's so genius. <laughs> It's tic tac toe. Like I know this. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, what was the? It's music. It's music. It's music. Are you making fun of me? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. Hey, hey, sit. hey, Alexa, can you Shazam this? Alexa, <laughs> this is a lamp. <laughs> 
every every one of their characters is great. Yeah. That's one thing I loved about the first film, was just the cast was so wonderful. And and the same is true for this one. <laughs> All very different from the first film, but I love just the variety of characters and uh just how eccentric everyone is. Um, We're all disruptors. Disruptors. <laughs> so cool. And this one, I love movies like that because there's so many, like, in, you know, you get all, like, a lot of people are really into conspiracy theories. Some maybe a little too much <laughs> uh, these days. But the thing about conspiracy theories, the, the, they fall apart because they sort of assume that human beings need to be much, much smarter than they usually are. I love that in this, like, you have all these sort of, like, relationships that are interconnected and, and people are sort of tied to, to Miles in negative ways and they're sort of, like, bound to him and they have to kind of, to keep, to survive, they have to keep sort of, like, giving to him, you know, and all this stuff. But then there's so much of it, it's just like, like, even with the, uh, what's her name? I can't remember her name. Um, the character who yeah the one who is picking up the lamp and is talking to the lamp uh i mean it's kate hudson kate hudson um i was like it's not kate winslet it's not kate winslet it is kate (laughs) but it is okay kate hudson uh her character is like not necessarily evil she just is dumb yeah and like so she does bad things because she just doesn't and i'm not saying that gets her off the hook but it's just like (laughs) she's that's what i love about handle it when i speak the truth and uh what did he say to Uh, her is like uh he said, you shouldn't, he's like, it's dangerous to confuse, all, like, saying speaking exactly what you thought. think. Yeah, yeah, speaking with thought as speaking the truth. She's like, so you <gasps> think you I'm dangerous? dangerous? <laughs> he's like, okay. No. <laughs> I just speak the truth. Um, I mean, just the whole, like, did you think that sweatshops was where they made sweatpants? <laughs> <laughs> You said sounds. To be great fair, I didn't know what a blood diamond was emoji. at the time. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just, I don't know. It, it gave me, it reminded me a lot of Burn After Reading, which I love that movie. How it's just like the FBI or CIA, I don't remember which one, but they're investigating this group of people that they think, oh, this is some they're criminal spies, organization. Yeah. They're like <laughs> spies, uh, and there's some deeper plot happening here, and then by the end of it, they're like, no, there was absolutely nothing happening. It was just a bunch of dumb people that sort of crashed into each other. <laughs> and that basically, it just made me think of this here. So the right, just, what's the, what's the um, half-life at the beginning? The right man. In the right situation at the right time. It's like, yeah, but that could lead to like, <laughs> that could go any way possible. Like, in that series, it's all about it going exactly right and he's saving stuff. But yeah, and uh, <clears throat> what would that be? I guess Comedy of Errors is where, yeah, yeah, one thing just blows up into another thing and then uh-huh. another thing and then another thing. <laughs> Are these spies? No. <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, it's dumb. <laughs> it's just stupid. <laughs> it's just <laughs> I love how disappointed he is too, because he's like, "Man, I just he, I wanted to get out of the house yeah, and solve and a he mystery." Was so excited this to solve is so it. Dumb. It's gonna be difficult. <laughs> yeah. Well, even the uh, even the murder mystery he was originally excited about, uh-huh. and then like he was like, "Are we have we started?" <laughs> yeah, you can go. Okay, it's this. <laughs> how did you? Well, it was stupidly simple. 
And he's like, yeah. And then after that, he's like, what you've done is the dumbest thing. You've invited everyone over. <laughs> it's like you've put a gun down and turned off all the lights. <laughs> the only good thing you did, you stole from me. I do love when he's like, oh, uh, Block, uh, I've made a mistake. Uh, I thought it would be cool at 10 o'clock for something to happen. He's like, you save me, save me. And he's I'll like, what's going to happen? And all the lights go off, and you're like, oh, God. I'll give you a billion dollars if you can tell me who's going to kill me right now. Oh, my gosh. I love. Okay, so one thing I loved about this one is where Knives Out is is like laying out the clues for you, and it's it's presenting you with pretty much yeah, pretty much all the information you need to solve the mystery yourself. This one is doing the same thing, but it's doing it in ways that are everyone is dumb. So it just happens right in front of your face. Yeah, and you, and don't, you start and you to don't question mean it. it. You don't notice it. You don't notice it. Until or, later when they recontextualize yeah, it. Or when you do notice it, you go, uh, no, the movie didn't really seem to draw attention to it, so I guess it was nothing. Yeah, like his misspeaking. You just, yeah, his misspeaking, you don't think about it. Yeah. Or his, um, there were, okay, so a good example of this was when uh, he hands the drink to Duke. Mm-hmm. I saw him make the drink. I saw him walk over and he's like, look at that dress. And he's doing the whole magician thing, <laughs> you know, just like distraction. He just, I watched him yeah, hand the, ca- the drink the to Duke. camera fully showed it It just to sits you. there and shows you. And, it, and it, he hands the drink to Duke and I'm like, huh. he, okay. So at the time I was thought, okay, he's worried that someone's trying to kill him. So he's just passing off his drink for safety. I just thought, okay, he's just doing that. Okay. I get what he's doing. And then I thought, oh, well, Duke's going to die. Cause that's. That's not really why they would show that. Well, then they keep going, and then Duke, you know, hits the ground, all that stuff, and then we needed to pause the movie for a second because Jenny had to get up. And I said, did you see what happened? And she's like, what do you mean? And I was like, when they're looking at the dress and all that stuff? And she's like, no, I don't think so. And I was like, yeah, he just Uh handed his drink to Duke. (laughs) Um, And so then she came back, and we continued the movie, and then he said, yeah, I, I, like, he's like, he drank me. He's like, oh, he's pointing at the floor and he sees his cup. And he's yeah. like, he, that was my drink. It was meant for me. And he's like, oh, I, we must have mixed up drinks. And it shows the shot again. And, and Duke just picks up the wrong drink yeah. instead of Miles handing it to him. And I'm like, that's Wait not what man. happened. <laughs> I tell Jenny that. I'm like, that's not what happened. And, but then I was like, okay, I know I could rewind and look, yeah. but I don't want to because I want to see. One, if there's other instances of this kind of thing happening, <laughs> and I want to know, like, because I started to go, maybe I, maybe I what, maybe I just misunderstood it. it. Yeah. Like, maybe I, maybe he did just pick, and I just thought he handed it to him. Um, and I'm like, okay, this is actually pretty good. I'm not going to go back. And, <laughs> I'm going to just keep going forward, and we're going to see if this happens again. And it happened a few more times with like Jenny noticed when he took the gun and then stashed it in the uh, the ice chest. I, oh, yeah. I didn't see it at all. I saw him bump into him, but I didn't I didn't notice it. And Jenny said, Yeah, when he turns around, you can see there's a bulge in the back of his pants. And then he goes over to the ice chest and it looks like he tosses something in there. Yeah. But it doesn't show it clearly. So you're like, oh, maybe he just was grabbing something. Mm-hmm. But when he turns around, the bulge is gone. And I'm like, the attention to detail for stuff like that, where the camera's just like just looking and not like yeah. close up. It's not, not, but it's, it's not, not hiding it. It's, it's directly not in front of it. you, but you don't pay any attention you know, to it. And, and there, was a, there was a line in there about how, I don't remember who says it, but someone said something about how like someone can just tell a, they can do something and you will see it. People will witness it, but then they'll come back and lie about it and we'll just kind of like 
accept the lie. Mm-hmm. And so the movie's doing that to you where it's like showing you what happened. And then it's like, no, 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 no. It didn't happen that way. And you're like, oh, uh, okay, it? I guess. I guess. <laughs> and then you I guess I'm untrustworthy. So, yeah. And you're like, man, I don't know. Like, so I don't know. It was brilliant. I love that stuff. And it was just all over the place. I did, yeah, I didn't catch him handing off the drink. I caught, he picked up his phone and it was in his back pocket. I missed that. I could see the black so. square hanging out. And I was like, see? what? And he like went, they started looking for the phone. And that's when he freaked out <clears throat> and said, me, me, they're coming to get me. And then yeah. went and hid behind Blanc to, so his butt was further away uh, from yeah. everyone else. Yeah. yeah. So like he knew the phone was peeking out, mm-hmm. but he went and hid. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, why did he grab his phone? And then uh, I didn't catch the gun, but that was good. Yeah. And then, uh, but every, I feel like you misspoke. I feel like I caught three of them. I was like, those aren't words. (laughs) (laughs) Or like, that's not right. And everyone else was like, whatever, man. He's brilliant. (laughs) He's brilliant, yeah. Okay. So there were a couple parts before the, the turn where they revealed that Helen is actually Helen and not Andy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that Blanc and her have been working together, kind of, you know, tag teaming this case. Before that, they're leading up to this point where it's like, okay, I kind of was wondering if the dinner party mystery that he solved so quickly was not the whole mystery. That there was actually, that the movie was going to, it, yeah. that the entire movie was just going to be this fake dinner party mystery. But we as the audience would think, no, the dinner party mystery ended earlier, but it's actually like them, him quickly solving it was part of the plan. And then like, there's actually a bigger mystery and that he actually is brilliant and that it would just end up being this kind of funny like thing. And so I thought, I think that's probably where it's going. (laughs) And then when it turned and it was like, oh no, no, there's something else going on here. And then eventually he's like, no, my house is just dumb. Like there's no. Well, he like right at that same moment, he runs out and I think. I think he calls her Helen. I don't remember. Yeah. Which part? I, I think so. Like when he's running out to her out there when the lights are off. Bef- right right before she's about to get shot. Does he? He goes, blah, 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 Helen. I was like, Helen. <laughs> and, the, uh, and I was like, what is going on here? <laughs> and I was like, did he? And, and the, Yeah, but I don't know. Every time they misspoke or said like a weird word, I figured it was going to be a clue later. Like, mm-hmm. Like, not like a, see how stupid that was? Yeah. Not like that kind of clue, but like a, I said these four words wrong. What were uh-huh. they? Put those words into this computer right here. And like, something like that. Yeah. Or, yeah, to where it was intelligent. Uh-huh. But no, it's just <laughs> stupid. <laughs> it was hidden right in front of you the whole time. I loved the, uh, he had red squares everywhere. Even, the, even like the chandelier above them at dinner. Mm-hmm. Was like it kind of looked like that crystal thing, the yeah. the helium thing mixed with red squares all in it. The puzzle that he sent out, it's like he was giving it away that it was a red square mm-hmm. that had red squares all over it. Yeah, the whole movie says red squares like literally <laughs> everywhere that you're just, that you don't pay any attention to. And I I did because I watched the uh, I tried to watch it one night when me and my brother were real tired. Uh-huh. And we made it. We made it to the turning point where he's okay. discussing, where he's like on her balcony, or she's on his balcony, yeah, 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 in Louisiana or wherever. And like it was a ten minute talking scene when you're tired. It was just like okay, and we're going to bed now. 
<laughs> so then when I restarted it over, I had already seen that red uh, square. So I'm rewatching the beginning, and I'm like, <gasps> red square, <gasps> red square, <gasps> red square, <gasps> red square. That's great. Yeah, I definitely think this one would. Uh, it's funny because most mystery movies, well, no, I mean, I think they, they usually, you want to go back. Uh, yeah. Like a good mystery film, like a good whodunit, you want to go back and be like, can I spot the moments? And does the movie actually show me? And this one is definitely one of those where there's probably a lot <laughs> of stuff that you didn't think anything of at the time. <clears throat> Speaking of that, I freaking love Daryl and how he's just like, don't mind me. Like, I'm not here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I think Ryan Johnson just puts ignore that me. dude in all of his films. <laughs> does he? I didn't, kind of what was, was a he? gag. Okay, I don't know who he is. Maybe he's just a friend or something. Yeah, but, he's, yeah. But I mean, just him being literally just a red herring <laughs> walking around and having absolutely no, nothing well, to do with Yeah, the but it, it, uh, even at the beginning when they come on the island. He's, he's like, like, don't worry about don't him. Don't worry about him. He doesn't have anything to do with He's anything. just dealing with some stuff right now. But that's the thing is you immediately go, uh-huh. Sure, he doesn't <laughs> no, have anything he's to so, do with he's it. He's so dumb. He doesn't tell the truth all the time. <laughs> There was a certain point where I was like, maybe that's actually Miles. And this other guy, the reason why he's so dumb is because he's just like an actor pretending to be Miles so that he can like separate himself. Like that's how far I was going to try and make sense of what was happening. Make, well, to try to make him clever. Yeah. Because that's what I assumed. Told he was yeah, clever, he was totally yeah. smart. So yeah, I love it. So, Well, yeah, that's what I really love about it too is you're, you're doing all these things to make it, to make this story make sense. But you're completely like you're making up a different story watching yeah. this whole movie instead of just taking just it for because face value. Yeah. just because other people said this guy's a genius yeah and you're like oh okay he's a genius he's a genius <laughs> he must be a genius and like literally everything he does is so dumb like a boat can only come to his island in low tide <laughs> because he's stupid. <laughs> And you're like, I don't know. Oh, oh, he must just not want boats there when it's high tide. He's a genius, of course. L like, yeah, it literally everything he does is just so yeah. stupid. I and even even the even the fuel thing that he's buying uh -huh. into, you're like, <laughs> you're like, you're like, uh, what hydrogen? The Hindenburg. <laughs> yeah, and you and you as an audience member, are like, Hydro hydrogen blows up stuff. But yeah. But even you're even rewriting that as an audience member, like, no, nah, I must be. It's different. He must have worked. There's out something the different. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> so yeah, he's like Ryan Johnson's messing with you. Yeah, and you're rewriting the story for him because because these other characters said this guy's a genius. It's yeah. it's so good. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. I do like in the beginning when I think his name is Lionel or that no. sounds right, but I don't know who you're talking about, but the name uh, the scientist. Right. I feel like that's well, and it's not Lionel. Catherine Lionel. Hahn's character. I don't feel like I know her name either. The beige, the beige I think woman. It's an, it's an L name. The beige actually. politician. Oh yeah. I need to just remember names. Um, <clears throat> okay. So anyways, him, the scientist, the one who is like on the, on the call with the other business people when he's um and he's like yeah i don't know miles has all these ideas he faxes all these <laughs> ideas to me NFT and, he's, yeah, kids. Kids. and he's like you see like all this stuff is crazy right but then he had this one idea that like 
literally for paid for the yeah. whole thing. So he's like, so I can't really write them off because maybe they are good. Maybe they just, maybe I'm just not at the right maybe level I to don't see it, it yeah. you know? And so it's like, no, no, they're just bad. They're and dumb. You're just <laughs> Kids, e- child equals NFT. <laughs> what? It's brilliant. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. And Ethan Hawk just showing up and just like. Please open your mouth and just like sprays. That was Ethan Hawke? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just showing up and uh, just giving them a, apparently the cure for COVID, which I love because it's like, well, uh, yeah, it's like a meta way. It's probably well, just it's a meta mouth way. spray. I know. It's a meta way for like the movie to be like, we're not going to deal with COVID anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's also great later on because early you think, oh, he must have figured out the like a like <laughs> cure for COVID. And then later you're like, I think all of them are going to get COVID. <laughs> <laughs> so they all definitely have COVID. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't even think about that. Right when he was spraying it, I was like, oh, okay, so we don't have to deal with the masks. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Cool. I do love that they, at least for like five minutes, they committed to people talking with masks on and people like pulling <laughs> it up and down and it falling and having it like, I, I thought that was great. Yeah. And she got, I like how excited she got talking to, uh, the world's greatest detective and her mask yeah. started falling off uh-huh. and she's she was still talking about how excited she was and she pulled it back up yeah well and then what's and then um kate hudson's character just comes in with a with a, a like mesh, a lace a mask mesh, <laughs> mask with yeah. holes in it you're like okay you would you would <laughs> wouldn't you i love the uh should you be having a party now they're all in my pod <laughs> <laughs> there's like a hundred people there <laughs> Uh, yeah, and it's like a hundred people that don't go together either. Yeah. Well, that's why like it's funny because Yo Yo Ma yeah. is there, and he's just like when the music's playing in the puzzle box, he like slides over and is like, "This is this Bach. is Bach's fugue." It's yeah. like that's hilarious. Why would he be there? <laughs> 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 just because. And uh, what's it? is it Hugh Laurie or not Hugh Laurie? Uh, was it Hugh Grant? Yeah, was, was the, a, he, the boyfriend the guy, yeah, the door. partner for? Yeah. Um, I just thought that was great. him just being there for a second and you're like oh my gosh (laughs) all the cameos and like random name drops were just really like jeremy renner's hot sauce that he had i I loved that and then he and then he told him to take a bottle yeah (laughs) and then then you're like take a bottle and then later you're like he took a bottle (laughs) (laughs) i was wondering because i thought you know, because he, he was crying. I was like, oh, he was crying because he knew her. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. But then she stands, sits back up, and you're like, what the crap? Like, okay. And then he's like, oh, uh, and just puts hot sauce in his <laughs> eyes. I'm like, that's so good. Yeah, he had, he had legit added to your coming down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And, then, and then I loved where it showed uh, the hot sauce screaming towards her nose. Oh, she's I know. Like, she's like, the tension was like, oh my gosh, she's going to sneeze or something's going to happen. <laughs> And then and they're like they're like, like just far enough away where she was. <laughs> <laughs> she was so great. I loved her. I I, I enjoy her music, um, but I also think that she has one of the best music videos I've ever seen, which is uh, I'm okay. I'm dumb, but I don't remember the name of the song. It's one where it's basically just her looking directly at the camera. It's a close up shot of her. Uh, I think it's in black and white, and. It opens with, like, you can see that there's, like, some pre-roll in it, like, before the music, the track starts playing. Mm-hmm. And so it's quiet, and you can just see her, like, kind of talking to somebody off screen. 
And then she's like, okay, let me get up. And she puts her headphones on and then you can kind of hear like some sound a little bit. And then, and then the music kicks in and then the track starts and she starts singing. But when you film a music video, you, she is singing, but their lips, like they're not, oh, you're most li- of the time it's just lip singing. But like, she's like in a studio in this shot. So who knows? They may have recorded that shot, but it's just really good. So it's all just her face. Okay. And she sings through the song. And it's like when you film a music video, you usually film the entire song for unless you have a specific like script that you're going by, you'll get performance shots where it's like, okay, well, we're going to record the whole song several times, you know, for each shot. Mm -hmm. So like this close up of her, we're going to make sure we get her singing every line in the song so we can cut to it at any time if we want to. So that's what they're doing for safety, for safety. Yeah. (laughs) So that's what they're doing. They like a, maybe about halfway through the song she's just like overcome with emotion about what she's singing and she starts crying and she like backs away from the mic a little bit and like stops singing and like has to kind of like compose herself but the track is still going and so she's still you can still hear her singing and the music's still going but on screen she's like having a moment where she's having to kind of like pull herself together so that then she can get back into singing the song again Mm. And so she does, and she gets back onto it a little bit, and it goes from there, but it's, like, it's really powerful. And you can tell that, like, they probably intended to have it be more than just this shot, but I think they they did it, and they were like, that's the music video. <laughs> yeah, it's just Like, this. so they just, <laughs> they that's the whole music video. It's just that one shot, and they probably had a bigger plan of all this other stuff. They probably had some cool shots and cool stuff going on. But, like, that moment was just so powerful that it's, like, I loved it. It's so great. Hmm. Anyways, but, I, yeah, I really enjoy her as a uh, as a, and a music artist. And so I, it's great to see her in, as an actor and do really good. So. Mm. I think I've only seen her, like, one other thing that I know her from. <laughs> Especially this, she's playing... Two characters, yeah, with very different accents. Well, yeah, but even then, even then, I'm a teacher. She's playing. She's <laughs> playing one character who's pretending to be posh, right? And then she's playing her sister, who is definitely not. And then she's playing her sister, playing her sister, playing to be posh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so at any like in any. <clears throat> Mo- at any moment's notice, it'd be like Helen, and she has to go like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would just caught me like completely off. I when she first showed up at Blanc's house, and you still think that she's Andy, yeah, and then she's putting on this southern accent. You're like, "Okay, what is going <laughs> like, on? Why yeah. are you doing this?" <laughs> well, like he's gonna see right through this, and then you're like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. My how twin people, sister, and I'm like, I don't know how "Oh do, my I don't know how god, do that." I don't know or how they like, always like Mel Blanc as Bugs Bunny and as Daffy Duck would argue with himself in one take. Really? Yeah. I didn't know. How that. do you do that? <laughs> like I don't get it. I've done I've done some stuff like in college where I did multiple voices on a thing. Yeah. I had to go one like to make sure I did that thing one all the way through as this guy. And then I can respond to it in a different voice. But no way. Just like live flipping back and forth between I don't know how people do it. It's crazy. It's crazy. But yeah, she she sorta of did it, but Yeah. 
I mean, not like a ton, but but I especially like Mel Blanc back in the day would be like it's wow, or like there's even one there's one famous thing where he was arguing as Bugs Bunny was putting on Daffy Duck's cadence, uh-huh. and they're arguing whether it's rabbit season or duck season or something. Uh-huh. So Bugs Bunny was talking <laughs> like Daffy Duck, and Daffy Duck was talking like Bugs Bunny, <laughs> and he was doing it back and forth, and I was like, how do you do that? That's insane. If I'd have been in the room, I'd just be like, stop, stop it, stop. That's fake. What are you doing? <laughs> How are you doing that? <laughs> That's not real. Gosh. I, you know, so I think, especially with, with Daniel Craig, I love like where he's at in his career right now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just freaking, I think it's so much fun. He's, just he's all the weird, Bond. goofy yeah. things that and he's he doing to sort of stuff. shake off the like super serious Bond stuff, which is crazy. I mean, I get it. Like, but I, I mean, I love him as Bond. I think to, personally, I think he's the best Bond. I think he just did so good so I, far. Yeah, not that other people didn't do well. Like they, everyone that attempted the role has done has added something interesting well, to the character. Well, each but time they remake the just, movies, too, it's like built for that. It's built for that generation character. of audience, too. Yeah, sure, that's right. But I just, I don't know, there's just something about the way he portrays that character that I love so much, which makes him sort of like letting his hair down and like, you know, playing characters <laughs> that I'm not going to say are easier because I don't think they're easier to play. I just think that they're like they're so, so, so different, different that... Like Logan Lucky was really yeah. weird to watch. <laughs> but you can tell that like he's a pretty funny guy or at least he can be in his, in his as a, you know, when he's playing these characters. And I like that he's getting to, you know... St- like expand and stretch a little bit and and do all this stuff and showcase how you know good of an actor he is even when you know Blanc sometimes feels a little bit put on it's a little over the top I th- but I think it fits the whole yeah, movie so it, but it also fits that character like that, he's gonna the put greatest on detective that, in the world he's gonna put like, on yeah. that level of whatever yeah. he's doing <laughs> just to, yeah. just to be out in public you know yeah I like that it's like the, you know there's these detectives in in books that are very famous um like what's it how do you i don't know i'm gonna mispronounce it but hercule perol i think is the, mm. the famous one from like the orient express and stuff like that and oh uh, we did a, an episode with death on the nile yeah that was a uh, that was him too but like he that character is famous from books but i i like that like we have this detective that is you know obviously sherlock's famous from books but there's lots of movie and and uh, TV iterations of his character, but this is just this is just the movies. Like it's just the. So I like that there's a, you know, it feels. Yeah, I like wish that I wish there were a lot it, more. It should the Marty out. Yes, too. it shouldn't continue forever, but it feels like it could. It could. Yeah, yeah, it feels like you know as many you know Hardy Boy and Nancy Drew books there are. There should be that there many movies. Be that many Benoit Blanc, <laughs> Benoit Blanc yeah. movies. You know, which it, they should not do that. Don't Netflix don't. I won't. Well, I don't wish do they, it. I wish but, you know I wish they were already out. You know what I mean? Not just not a few like capers and adventures. Yeah. Yeah, but but not like this is what we're doing this year. We're taking Daniel Craig. But yeah. like if they were already out, I'd watch them. <laughs> I don't know. Here's or what you, I would Or love. if you did like a <clears throat> if you did like a knives out series and like did ten episodes. Even that seems like uh, too maybe. Many. I, here's what I say. For as long as Daniel Craig and Ryan Johnson want to do it, I say, like, <laughs> let's do, you know, I don't know, how, to, how old is Daniel Craig? He's like 50? 
I don't know. Yeah, 50 or 60, I guess, but he doesn't. He also seems like he hasn't aged in 30 years. That's true, but that's makeup, you know, Hollywood exercise. All the, all the collagen or whatever. All the sprays. All the, all wait, the mouth no, we're sprays. Talking about, uh, well, we're talking about uh, conspiracy theories. All the all the fetus collagen that they oh, take from the sacrifices. Right, yeah, that. At the, at the beats place. Yep, that's, that's real. That's real, people. Look it up. Please don't say that on our podcast. <laughs> Oh, was right. no. Was right. Oh, no. Um, no, I think, here's what I think. No one, no one like, make them make more movies. So, like, Netflix, don't be like, hey, you're on a contract for I this. Just let them. Just, like, <laughs> say, hey, whenever you want to make another one. We're down. We'll, we'll do it. We're down for it. So, like, in seven to ten years, Benoit Blanc is back. And then, you know, just, like. Anytime you have a great idea for a caper or another mystery, <laughs> make another mystery. Let's just do that. Let's not put pressure on them to like deliver more, more Benoit Blanc. Like I would love to just see like for the next like three decades, if Daniel Craig is still, <laughs> still acting when he's it. in his eighties, then let's just see one a decade, you know? I don't know. The, yeah, just make it fun. There's old, like there's it's old so, British guys. They keep <laughs> acting. They keep acting forever. It's true. Man, they keep acting. <laughs> Like, you'll see him again, and you're like, he's still alive. Good for him. <laughs> yeah. Like John Cleese and Ian McKellen. They're just yeah, like, he keeps going. There's no such thing as retirement. Which I get. I mean, honestly, in the creative industry, it's kind of like, yeah, I mean, you're not really. You're, you're retired you're unless, having, unless you're currently like, doing something. Yeah, It's like, that's the thing you do. Like, why would you stop doing that? I get, I, I get retirement for jobs where it's just a job, but I definitely don't. I could see, like, if you're doing something that you really love doing, like, well, yeah, why would you retire? Not yeah, especially if you're well-known. It could just be like, I want to do yeah. this. And they're like, we could do that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, unless you just want to spend your time doing other things. I want a cameo you, in you. every movie this year. <laughs> in every movie this year. That's right. Jeremiah, it's never going to happen. It's going to happen. If I keep saying it. <laughs> Hollywood, um, call me. So there was some funny stuff on Twitter. Uh, ben Shapiro was texting, not texting, uh, tweeting about. Oh, I saw something about. Uh, he, he was he like, this is clearly about Elon Musk, and this is lazy writing and terrible storytelling, blah, blah, blah. Like, why Clearly about Elon Musk. That's what he was saying. So anyways, people jumped on top of that and started making fun of him. They're like. He wrote, it dur- he wrote it during COVID if it's clearly about anybody. Yeah. Well, so then people were talking about... They're, they're <laughs> he, some people just said things that I'm paraphrasing, but like all these people were like, why? Hey, like this is clearly about Elon Musk. Like we know a rich idiot when we see one, okay? <laughs> That's clearly our boy Elon. Stop making fun of him. <laughs> it's like, which, you know, whatever. I know Elon, de- but that's the thing is it's like Elon was one of those people or is one of those people where initially people were like, this guy's a genius. Like he's going to take us to space. He's going to do all this stuff. <laughs> and then everyone's kind of like, wait a second. Hold on. He might be dumb. I, is he dumb? Is he dumb? <laughs> I, I can't tell maybe, if this guy's dumb. I think maybe he's dumb. <laughs> <clears throat> Who so, wants me to step down as Twitter CEO? Yeah. yeah. So we're uh, not, we're not going to do that. <laughs> So Ryan Johnson 
responded to some of it and was like, I mean, it's not about Elon Musk, but the timing is kind of perfect. Like, <laughs> and somebody else was like, it feels like this movie was written yeah, like this, this afternoon. Filmed this, like afternoon. this afternoon, yeah. it's like, <laughs> so I think that's great. Yeah, but if it if it fits, then <laughs> that's what it's about. Yeah. But just to say it just is Elon he Musk. Was, no, he, he wasn't it two like years intentionally ago. going in and being like, I'm making a movie about Elon Musk. He's making a movie about like like Elon people Musk is, power is looking, just an example well, yeah. of that. It's just people he's the power, latest. Uh, he's yeah. a genius. No, yeah. he's just stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you could take that and immediately apply it to one person, then great. But yeah. There's other people too. Exactly. He's just the, the hot topic at the moment. <laughs> but the, but the timing is kind of perfect. <laughs> yeah. So a friend of mine was uh, a friend of mine who I really would love to have on the podcast at some point, but they don't live nearby, so we would have to we'd have to use some technology to get them into the episode. But uh, <laughs> this person. Uh, they work in Hollywood and LA. They're uh, they work. They're in the Editors Guild, all that stuff, uh, or maybe not the Editors Guild, but the uh, <clears throat> they're an assistant editor. They work with editors, and they went to a screening of the film. I think with the Editors Guild, and they said that Ryan Johnson was there with his editor to do like Q and A, and so they talked a lot of. They she said that most of the questions were geared towards the editing and stuff. But he talked a little bit about how his brother did the score for the film. And for whatever reason, somewhere in the conversation, it, it turns to him talking about how they had a really sheltered upbringing just because of their religious background. So they weren't allowed to watch a lot of stuff. And I thought that was great because I was just like, hey, <laughs> I know what that's like. It's just funny when you have someone who like Ryan Johnson who feels kind of like an encyclopedia of, of movie and like film history, he feels like he just knows so much about filmmaking and how it's been done for for decades, and yet it's like he probably didn't see many things yeah, growing that, up. All he, that stuff. This is probably knowledge he's gathered in the last like you know twenty years. So, it's just been, which is enough time, I suppose. But still, it just feels like you know you've got like Spielberg, who's like, I'm a child sneaking onto the set and I'm directing Jaws, whatever, and you're yeah. like, but then it's like, okay, well, Brian Johnson has. Just as much film trivia in his brain that he just understands how it works. So I don't know. Speaking of speaking of Spielberg, <laughs> looking forward to that. But yeah. So, anyways, it's a good movie. I liked it a lot. I had a good time. I can't wait to watch it again. I think I'm gonna watch it when I when we when, if we do get to California, if we if we make it, <laughs> uh, then I'll probably watch Mother Parents. It's not often that I, I suggest a movie to my parents and they, they like it, but Knives Out was one of those movies, and so I'm excited to show my dad, <laughs> to, to watch Glass Onion with my dad, because I think he'll, I think he'll like this one too. So. Yeah. I mean, I don't see how you couldn't like it. I don't know. There's even even uh, sheltered upbringing people. Well, they just I, like, I like it. my parents are just very, they don't like movies that cuss, like with cussing. And yeah, stuff like mine, that. So, like, mine too. I was surprised. But is there a lot? <clears throat> well, in Knives Out, kill, yes. There is there. <laughs> I don't remember how much there is in Glass Onion because I don't really pay attention to it. I don't. But in either. Knives Out, there was definitely a lot. I think I just only paid attention because I knew 
I was like, ah, oh, my dad's like, I really want them to watch this, but I feel like they're going to like not be able to see past the cussing. Yeah. And, and actually I, see like I was the like, movie for itself. Both but, of my parents were like, what's a good show to get into? And I was like, have we seen Succession? Oh, yeah. You. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, no. And I was like, watch it together. Watch terrible. it right now. Yeah. <laughs> These people are awful. They're evil. I don't know why you never want to watch it. And they curse way too much. And it's like, they curse way too much. Did they? <laughs> yeah. That's always the so. question is, why do they have to talk like that? I'm like, people because talk people, like people that. talk like that. That's just, <laughs> that's what it is. Like, they don't have to talk like that. I'm like, no, they they no, don't have to, I you, guess, but that's how they talk. You don't talk like that. You just don't talk like that. <laughs> you just want them to talk like you, and that's fine, I suppose. I don't know. But it's just like. <laughs> There's a new movie out called Frozen 2. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Only one F-bomb. <laughs> well, thank goodness. Yeah, is, is that like a plus oh. when a movie comes out and it only has one, like, really big square word? <laughs> uh, I actually like that in, in PG-13 movies where they're, like, only allowed to have one. I, I feel like for a little while there was a, uh, like, in the early 2000s, I was, gi- like, giving out awards to my <laughs> my favorite use of the S- F word in a PG-13 film <laughs> because they had they only had one, so they had to, like, Either it was like they they wasted it and it was just kind of like whatever, or it was like that was a good we're one. putting it right here, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so uh, the fountain has one of my favorite uses of the f word. Is it? Yeah, it's on. There's only one, and it's it's like at he's like just has lost control. He can't like everything's slipping through his fingers, and uh, <laughs> she says like you know. I can't remember the, what the lead into the line is, but he, oh, he's like arguing with like the head doctor lady. Yeah, and she's like, "What you think I'm doing here?" And and it's just like, "Geez, you're like I get it. Like it's so there's so much passion behind it." And it's like, "Yep, you get it. <laughs> That's the award goes to the fountain. That you used know. it right. You used it right. <laughs> Congratulations, to Darren and Hugh. And <laughs> well done, everyone. Well done. That's that's a wrap. We go wrap on the year." Uh, I don't remember any other movies that I gave it. I just always, I just like finding those. Uh, uh, yeah, the, the I like do like excellent the, use the of the, com- the comedic yeah. ones where it's just like everything stops. He looks directly at the screen uh-huh. and then says it, and you're like, "That's the one." <laughs> <laughs> there it is. You rewind it. They say it twice. Oh, hey! If you re- if you rewind <laughs> it, it's right on. <laughs> I love I love how you can. I mean, that's not like a hard and fast rule, but it's something that the MPA does seem like it goes with. Yeah. It's so subjective. Anytime the South Park, like when the South Park guys yeah. made Bigger, Longer, Uncut, they made it like with three times as many swear words in it. Yeah. And then they're like, this is NC-17. They're like, tell you what, we'll cut out two-thirds of them. <laughs> and that's all they wanted in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they, there was some documentary about the MPA a while back, like a while back, where they talked about Team America and how they added in just heinous stuff with the puppets. <laughs> just because they, so so they could, they could they offer take to it, cut out. it out. Yeah. And then it felt like, okay, this is much better. Oh, and it's yeah. like, well, this is the movie that we wrote. So. <laughs> that they wanted, yeah. 
there was like one scene in particular was like there was like a puppet sex scene in that movie and so they just added they extended that scene to just like ridiculous <laughs> lengths and added in just terrible <laughs> stuff like and you're like what am like what are we watching yeah but then cut it out just so that it was like oh okay this Cause, is this yeah because no matter more, what a compromise yeah it felt like that can so. only be and it worked compromise will always get an r yeah it worked so it was like <laughs> that's the craziest thing i've ever heard but if they had submitted the movie as they wanted it it probably would have still gotten that nc-17 but yeah because they, they would have had to cut stuff they wanted yeah but if you just smart if you pre, fellas if you preload him yeah if you make it worse <laughs> and then you cut back everyone's like okay that's good oh thanks for cutting back like it doesn't even occur to the people on the board on the, on the APA that this could be happening it might now well <laughs> they've you know they've come out and said it so who knows it might now but well they said it in i don't know i mean they said i remember watching Mon Jay leto and he said it in like yeah. 1999 or 2000 or whatever and they did They're it again. Still doing it. They did it again for Team America, at least. I guess they didn't see that episode of, <laughs> of Leno. <laughs> but now that everything's on YouTube, <laughs> yeah. they got one guy who watches YouTube. It's like, you say that? <laughs> no what? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> like People are putting more stuff in just to take it out. Do people do that? Like, is that a job <laughs> for someone to just watch YouTube? And just ingest content so that they can report back to let people know what's out there. I mean, with all the conspiracy theories, there has to be, right? I guess so. <laughs> I'm just wondering, like, is somebody getting paid to watch TikToks all day long? You know, eight plus hours a day for 40 hours a week with benefits. Probably not benefits. They're probably contracted <laughs> out. They're doing it. They're W9 in that. Um, but they're just watching oh, they're, TikToks. They're definitely all outsourcing it to India too. More that, yeah, to children. It's like a freaking what's that movie with Ben Affleck? The one that like I think it won Best Picture. It was the one with the the American team like pretended to be a movie, kind of like a filmmaking company, and then they got like some refugee American refugees out of country. I don't know what country, but there was some. Yeah, yeah. What is that movie called? Uh, at the U.S. Embassy. Yeah, they're at the embassy. Yeah. But they have to shred all the documents. Yeah. And then they think, oh, yeah, it's good enough. But then they, like, get children to, like, put the shredded pieces of paper back together over the course of, like, several months. They, like, puzzle it back together. And you're like, this is a true story. They did that. And you're like, oh, dang. Okay. Yeah, so people are willing to go to any length. So, yeah, there's definitely someone out there. (laughs) They're probably not getting... I was gonna say I know I know there are not getting paid like well. for YouTube working for YouTube maybe just bots not necessarily not necessarily on the front end. There's a lot of bots yeah. that try to find stuff to market to like reject it, mm-hmm. but there'll be people like at, just, like I, I think after you like after it gets a strike or something, someone has to go look at it to verify. Oh yeah, or if a strike <laughs> gets reported from another channel or something, somebody has to watch it. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I think the reason stuff is so mixed up, especially on YouTube, is because foreigners are doing it who may not have the same uh moral standings as like so so they'll see like, you know, a girl in a tank top with spaghetti straps and they're like, No, that's forbidden. It's like what? No it's not. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> What are you doing? Strike. Take down the channel. What? Yeah, I see a 
I see a lot of stuff like that on YouTube. It's like, why did this get taken down? Hmm. I want to go watch the original Knives Out. That's a good idea. And you watch the second one, and then, <laughs> then we'll come back. We'll talk about it again. And you'll be like, did you see Knives Out? And I'll be like, yeah. Whoa. Yeah, Chris Evans in it. And you're like, not that one. No. We still, we still haven't done that joke yet. <laughs> what joke is that? Uh, I said for Pinocchio, I should have watched the Tom Hanks one. Oh, gosh. Just come in. <laughs> be like, and, and you're like describing the movie. I'm like, that is not what the movie was about. Yes, we should have watched the, the two Pinocchios. That, <laughs> that is not what this movie, that is not what happened, Randy. And then you'd have been like, what? <gasps> I could make you question it. And then rewrite the whole story oh in your head. Oh, my God. Just like what happened in this movie. Makes you wonder what areas in your life you do that for real. Oh, everywhere all the time. I know, but I'm just wondering. I want to know what they are. I want to know what. If you come at me with enough conviction <laughs> in your eyes, I will convince <laughs> myself that I'm wrong. Okay. that's And all I takes. hate. Conviction in my I, eyes. And I hate it. that about myself. I don't, have I ever been able to do that? Did I don't you, know if I come at you with a lot of conviction change, in my eyes. To change but I mean, my like, mind. Well, yes, but I always feel like if I change your mind, it's because, uh, you know, it's, you know, sound logic and reason, you know, right? Isn't that what the... Yeah, but also, what are the, what are the, like... Facts and logic, that's what well, it is. Well, sure, but I feel that way too. But what what's the truth of the human experience is that no one changes their mind for facts and reasons. I just want to be accepted, and so I go, okay, you're right. <laughs> That's what you're doing? Well, yeah. Or, like, like, even as a young kid, I always got really good grades, like, without trying, right? Uh-huh. So I always had this thing where, like, I'm smart. I know I'm smart. And then, but anytime there's someone else in the room, it used to be, like, not I had to be the smartest one, but I was afraid that I wasn't the smartest one. Does that make any sense? Yeah, makes sense. Especially, like, among peers. Like, I always assumed adults were smarter than me. But someone my age, it, it was like a competition. Yeah, kind of like a competition. And I was always afraid that that kid was smarter than me. And then so so like even if they say and I'll like I'll eventually end up talking to that kid and they'll say something that I completely disagree with and I'm like oh my god am I dumb <laughs> <laughs> like every time no matter what I think the fact that you're asking yourself am I dumb means that you're actually fairly intelligent I've, I think I've, most of the time when people do dumb stuff they're they're like yeah I, I got this I'm right. I know yeah. what I'm doing. In, in my, in my, it took all People the way to like us, not my thirties to where like, no, and like an intelligent person would ask yeah. if they would were doubt, like would, would constantly question. doubt. Yeah. yeah. Cause that's how you grow. If you just assume you're right about everything, then you just. And the, like what the real, the reason I have no competitive spirit is because that, like that little core of competition that was always there i'm like it doesn't matter hmm. so once like once i let like to me younger that was the only competition that mattered <clears throat> is if i was the smartest or not uh -huh. and then to be the smartest once i let that thing go and you, <laughs> and you're like you want to play magic i'm like i don't care if i win because <laughs> once i once i don't care about that thing that actually matters emotionally to me I don't care about winning anything. Mm. 
So I had, yeah. If you play me in anything, it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm wedding. I'm wedding. I'm like, I don't, I don't care. Or like, how are you wedding? I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> well, I want to ask you about that because that's uh, this is an interesting topic for me um, because I feel like at least from from my end. I tend to only get competitive about things that I know I could be better at. So, or I know that I'm better and wanting yourself to be better. So in a situation like this, where it's like, maybe, cause you've, you've expressed to me to like just games in general, like board games and tabletop games, things like that. You're just like, I just, I'm not very, you're just not very good. Like you just tend to like lose more often than you win. And you don't really know why, because you are pretty smart and you kind of associate the two. You think, (laughs) You think like, well, I'm smart, so well, I should be winning. Especially stuff like magic, I only it's ever just math, lose. You know? so it's, yeah. So, but like, I'm wondering if it's like, well, because you think you're not good at it, is that why you're not as competitive? I think if I were more competitive, I would win more of him. Well, I'm I'm saying like, if you. Like, because you think you're not good at it, you think, or like, oh, or okay, like, well, I'm or, not going to improve. So, well, yeah, I'll get beat. Whatever. Yeah, I'm gonna that, that kind of too. But even like last mm-hmm. night, I don't know. Like, I was like, I like being there. Right. But then later on, I was like, oh, everyone that died, I should have got a zombie card. I would have had 50, like, at that point. Yeah. But I think that I'm wondering if that's maybe the case, though, for you. Because if you're like, oh, you know what? You're not as invested because you just have already, like, relegated yourself Assume to, like, I'm probably I'm just, lose. I'm probably going to lose. Whereas, like, I'm like, hey, there's yeah. there's always a chance that I could do well and I could learn and get and improve. and But also, I've talked to you about playing on the app. Like, I'll have a deck that I assume I'm going to right. win with. Oh, and then and when, when I when don't, don't win with it, <laughs> that's when I, I'll get, like, angry. And I don't, I so don't want that to happen. In real life? In real life, maybe. I'm there's, just, I get that too, though. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's real. Maybe I, yeah, but maybe I'm just like no, 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 no. Doesn't matter. But I also have this thing where I feel like, like I am very unlucky, mm-hmm. but I'm lucky in like, of like a few ways that matter a lot, and I'm super lucky. But then like when it's like I really need this card and magic, I'm never gonna get that card. Uh-huh. <laughs> And that's why you should play Flesh and Blood because it's not so much about the cards you get; it's just how you use the cards. Well, even in Flesh and Blood, given, when we played, so. you did I, really well, though. Well, but 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 remember, it ha- I, the whole time I'm playing, I'm like, this would be a lot better if there were two of these. Mm-hmm. The very last card on the bottom was of the, the deck one, was yeah. the second one, yeah. and I was like, Dad, got it. Yeah. Okay. So I did the same. I taught my wife how to play that game, and I played the same deck as you. Yeah. And I thought the same thing. I was like, man. Jeremiah is right. It would have been great if there was a second one, but I forgot you found the second yeah. one. <laughs> and you have cards in that deck that literally grab it out of your deck. Yeah. And so I thought, well, I don't have another one, so I guess it does nothing. And I just continued on. I'm like, they need to put it in here somewhere. Hey, there's two of these in here. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, like, yeah. So the whole time I was like, Dad, go, man. You can re pull it out. It, man, if there were two of these, I'd I be, think if we played again, you would, you would do really well with that deck. Cause you were, like, you were destroying me. And I think. No, well, we were like, but it, was if like you had known, it was like tit for tat. I but just, if, yeah. if I'd have had that second one. Yeah, you yeah. would have, which you had a second one. You probably had those cards e- that grab it, but yeah, didn't probably. know to look for it. <laughs> and so the, I think. Well, yeah. that's another thing I'll do. Like, that's sort of what happened. Like with the zombie thing last night uh-huh. or like, or like then again, it's like, 
Oh man, if you'd have realized that five minutes ago, it'd have been like, well, yeah, well, I guess. Well, now you just you know realize it next time. Uh, I'll this. Yeah. Uh, next time we play, I'll just remind <laughs> you. I'll have a couple of. I'll just have a list of reminders. Be like, all right, uh, Jeremiah, don't forget. Uh, you get zombies all the time, pretty much every time anybody. Well, as long as I have that. Like, right. So yeah, that put that guy out, and then you get zombies all the time. Don't forget that. Um, <laughs> also, you're you're a great person. You're smart. And uh, don't sell yourself short. All right. That's it. It's already. Also, don't get mad if you lose. <laughs> I've never seen you get mad for losing anything, by the way. So. No, I don't think I, would. Um, I, don't think I ever would. Um, well, unless it gets to the. I will say not caring definitely helps you not get upset <laughs> when, <laughs> when, when you lose stuff. Like, that's the, honestly the best way to not be, like, a bad sport about things is to not care as much. But I think there's a healthy balance in there somewhere of uh i've actually been listening to a lot of uh well watching a lot of youtube videos about flesh and blood recently because i like i like listening to people talk strategy when in games yeah so there's been a lot of conversations about how in the circle of videos that i've been watching they're on a very high competitive level and they're talking about uh the most recent world champion and how he sort of is like not that everybody is that wins is super, super, super competitive, but he seems to be kind of an anomaly where he's like a genuinely just nice guy. <laughs> and when you meet him, he doesn't strike people as like, like he's got, he's got it in him to win this whole thing. People are kind of like, ah, uh, he's probably too nice to win. You know, he's like, yeah, cause you gotta be cutthroat to like, so it, they, there's been lots of interesting kind of meta conversations about that. Where it's like he's this person who is competitive, but he's managed to like be a really good sport when he loses and learn from that and not like get upset when he loses. You know, mm -hmm. I was actually listening to one uh, on the way in here before we started recording. He was talking about how he was like, well, it wasn't always like that. Like I had to, I had to learn that. I had to like, te you know, be intentional about. Yeah, wanting learn, learn to, to make be nice myself better, weird. but also learn to be a nice loser. Yeah, well, and change the focus from wanting to win all the time is that being the goal, and changing the goal to being I want to improve, and if I I can improve by losing, like when I lose and I learn something, that's improving. So that's a positive experience. You have to like continually tell yourself that. Especially if you're like, yeah. you know, that same, you mentioned earlier about how like you bring in a deck and you want to win. Uh, you expect to win. Well, like and if I bring in this deck, I'm going, I'm to, going win. to win. And when you don't, you're like, I'm taking my toys and going home. <laughs> yeah, that's not a good attitude to have. So, and we know people like that. You know, I was that person when I was younger. And I think there's still that, there's still that element that you still have to kind of like, because I, I can't get pretty competitive in, in in games but i i have definitely changed quite a bit it used to be real i used to play frisbee all the time ultimate frisbee mm -hmm. in the first year that i played i was really competitive <laughs> you were out of bounds and uh i was out of bounds <laughs> not literally i was in bounds but there was a point where i was like you know what i need to take a break from frisbee because i'm i'm taking this it should be more about having fun yeah well yes but i also just like i was like i'm not being a positive force on this field oh <laughs> i need to i need to think about my attitude and maybe give people a break from me you know and so i stopped playing for maybe a year maybe maybe six months to a year and then when i came back i was just like look i'm gonna 
play my best and I'm going to enjoy playing with other people and I'm not going to worry about if I mess up too much. And uh, I'm definitely not going to like, you know, it's all, if I mess up, it's, it's on me. I need to improve in that area, but I'm not going to make it a bigger thing. And for whatever reason, I just, I was a much better player and I think I was much more fun to be around at that time. So I've tried to take that way of being competitive and apply that to other things like other competitive games. Mm-hmm. It's not always easy. Uh, when we played Scythe, oh man, we played, uh, so Scythe is a board game that I really love. It's one of my favorites, but we played it. There's a campaign version of it where you play like nine or so games. And mm-hmm. so you and I and a few friends played over the course of a few months, played all nine games. And I just was, I was winning game after game after <laughs> game after game. But the thing about it, and the game tells you, it's like, it doesn't matter how many games you, you win. win. It's like about the score. The yeah. only thing that matters is the score of the last game. So you're sort of like, working your way you're kind of improving your standing in certain areas and, and, improving w- and your winning other things. games might set you up better to it win might the set last you up better one. to win the last game but yeah. none of those victories matter and i won almost all of them i think i won maybe i would say six or seven out six of or seven nine. out of the yeah and so we get to that last game and i'm like i think i'm pretty set up to win this and um we we go through the game and like a few players who were not doing as well intentionally like sabotaged my attempts to win <laughs> and just sort of like did the whole kingmaker thing for another player and so somebody else won and I remember thinking at the time I was like man I really wanted that but I really also need to remember what we're doing like we're here having a good time but there's like a competitiveness in me that really is upset about this. But that's like, that's the kind of attitude I don't want to foster. So I had to kind of like take a moment and be like, okay, that's, that doesn't matter. Like that, I need to like focus on the positive. One, the other players had a great time king making this other guy. They had a really fun time <laughs> putting this together. And plus, like I had won well, some yeah, of the games. Well, when, and you, so, when you win all of the other ones, right? in a narrative sense, you're the bad guy. Right. Yeah, exactly. And which I didn't see it that way at the time, but when you step <laughs> back and you go, okay, did other people have fun playing this game? And, and I was like, yeah, everyone did. Yeah, and you and know what? The, last the person it, who won ended up being somebody that ended up moving away. And yeah. so it was kind of like, it was cool that they got to win before they left. You well, know, it was, and like, it was like the underdog taking yeah. over the, he's clearly going to win. Yeah, he's won every other time. I was, I was the Nordic people. I was playing my own little area. You were just doing your own thing. Yep. <laughs> having a good time you and justin just like i'm here for a good time (laughs) just like i loved it but yeah that was that was a good i think that's a good example of just something where i had to be like all right just chill randy like there was there was one of the games when i got second and i was like holy cow (laughs) (laughs) how'd that happen (laughs) well i started listening to uh you're talking about listening to like strategies and stuff basically the strategy for I can't remember the Nordic people. Yeah, I don't remember the, the, the blue team mm-hmm. with the water oxen. Yeah, uh, basically he was like, I mean they're pretty strong. I've never seen anyone win a game with them, <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. But he was like, just find the thing that's the cheapest thing and do those things, and then you typically want to circle between those two things until you've done all. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh yeah, of course that's what you want to do. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, even fig- like figuring that out and then doing it and even getting second, I was I was like, well, if no one's ever won with them, I just won mm-hmm. right there, buddy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I it was, it was fun. it's fun. That game's fun just playing because you, you're constantly like leveling up, it feels like. It's very, it's got a very solitaire feel to it where like you're kind of doing your own thing. Yeah. And then, but, but then it's like, oh, Rain has got sex games over. It's like, came over. Yeah. I need like three more. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, a few yeah, more turns. I would have had it. The game go. kind of ends and it's, it's somebody comes in and is like, playtime's over. And you're like, oh, oh man, man. I want to keep going. <laughs> yeah. It really is like you're doing, <laughs> like you're in your own room playing solitaire and you're like, oh, three more moves. I might be done. Game's <laughs> over. Oh, I did got it. <laughs> it is yeah it is a weird it is a weird way to end the game but it works but yeah i think (laughs) it but it can be even when you lose it can still be a satisfying game to play because you're kind of hey i did better than i did last time you know or like i improved a little i i learned how to be more efficient with you always get to count your points so it's always like 67 yeah oh i got 13 last time (laughs) or when we played last time when we played on my birthday and i played literally the worst game i've ever played You know, I'm I'm averaging like, you know, eighty to ninety points in a regular game, and then I got seven. Yeah. <laughs> I was like completely what floored. Happened? Like I was like, have I ever played this game before? Because I did terrible. You did pick a weird. I did, but yeah. I yeah. It's still, it was like. God, <laughs> you played with like a DLC team. Yeah, who like gets negative points. <laughs> He pulled. He pulled a me last night. He should have been doing something the whole time. You, yeah, I and was, then realized it at the end and went, "Oh no!" I was actively hurting myself yeah. without realizing it. Yeah, <laughs> it's such a great game, Randy. What's your play score? Side. Go we're, play side. we're seriously like, Randy. What's your score? Maybe yeah, I know. He's like everyone's seven, seven. Everyone's like, and everyone cheers. Everyone's like, "Hey, hooray!" I thought he was a genius, but maybe he's just dumb. Maybe he's just maybe he's an idiot. <laughs> You don't know how to play that team, <laughs> do you? No, I did not know how to play this team. How much money did you spend on this game, Randy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, size that GP there. It's like $180. <laughs> you got seven. Oh, my gosh. I quit this game. You quit. What are you watching? <laughs> you can pack it. Oh, man. <laughs> I could talk about this stuff for hours. This is like my... I love this stuff. This is the okay. This is the thing I would re- I would retire for. Like if I had a job that I really was like I want to do this, you know, all the time, you know, as long as I can. But then I think if I was like, you know what, I'm getting old and uh, I'm getting tired. I think I just need to just relax <laughs> a little some bit. Board games. And well, <laughs> not just play board games, but I think like work at a game shop or open my own game shop would be my retirement job. Like I think that would be. I would be like, do that. So. That'd be. It's so peaceful thinking of that that it feels like I would just fall asleep. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What are you doing today? uh, Click clack shack. Click clack shack. I'm gonna take a nap. That's what it feels like. I don't know. Maybe a couple people walk in. We'll play side. (laughs) Well, um, support your local comic store. Yeah, do it. Even if even if it smells funny in there, even just if they're doing you know, a magic draft, and you know you're gonna lose. <laughs> even if you do, 
I won one round one time. I lost my mind. I you lost one round. Mind. I didn't win the thing. I won one one part of one of the things. I so it's you know what's funny is I don't know if we're super nerdy when it comes to to card games or not. Like when one of our friends is like, "Hey, I did this really cool thing in a game the other day," and they kind of break it down. It doesn't strike me as being like, "Hey, you uh, so I just yeah, have but you the, can't uh, get math- more nerdy than that." Right, I know, but I, that's what I'm saying. I was like, "Is this nerdy to someone on the outside?" Because I feel like when we play with strangers, like we did last night. Like they were great guys, but it feels like when, when like one of them is breaking down something that they did, it's like, yeah, I don't know you. Why are you telling me all this stuff? I I can't care about this. Exactly. Well, it's like, okay, do I only care about what, what our friends are telling us because they're our friend or do, or are our friends just not as nerdy as that? Like, I can't, I don't know. Mm, It's I like, like no one cares what you dreamed. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's Unle- true. Unless it's it, true. Unless, no one cares about your dreams. <laughs> yeah. Unless it's like, well, I mean, for like close friends, like my brother over Christmas is telling me about a dream. And I was like, this, that's a weird dream. Yeah. That's pretty cool. But like, if someone on the street just went, last night I dreamed, <laughs> we're good. I don't care about your dream. <laughs> yeah. I just always thought that's, I just think that's funny how that works out. But. <laughs> Well, I had this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it gave me everything a plus one, plus one. Wow. Wow. That's wow. so impressive. Wow. That's great. Uh, well, hey, that's, uh, I think, going to wrap it up for Woo. our talk about Glass Onion. Where you can see all the layers and see the center at the same time. The solution's right there in front of you the whole time. But Always was, always is. Keep missing it. Because it's so dumb. Because <laughs> you're looking for something to be You're genius, looking for something smart. So and you're like, nope, it's, right, it's just right. dumb. And you're like, oh, well, okay. <laughs> that's probably, that's a good way of describing our podcast, I think. I think you're looking at it and you're going, I think these guys are probably smart. They're going to dig into the layers instead. Mm, but he cried at Frozen 2, so maybe not. <laughs> maybe... Maybe he's kind of dumb. Maybe he's losing it. Maybe he's losing his mind. Is that what this podcast really is? Is it just Randy's like... Randy's slow descent Randy into spiraling madness. into madness. <laughs> he cried at Frozen 2. What's next? Frozen 1, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Do you want a real snowman? I remember what happens oh, later. no. I want a better snowman. <laughs> Okay. It doesn't have to be. A, it doesn't even have to be a snowman. No, I th- I cried in the anime I was telling you about. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Spy Family or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. There's she. Just accept that she can read minds, and she's like a four year old girl, but she doesn't know how to swim. Uh-huh. But she, like from the other side of a community pool area, actually, it's supposed to be like a therapy thing, but it's like a an eight year old boy fell in and no one saw him but she can hear his mental screams oh no but she doesn't want to tell her dad or anybody around her that she can hear his mental screams so she's trying to really quickly come up with reasons to run to the other side of the hospital to get to the therapy swimming room and you're like such a sweet girl this like the whole time and eventually she just goes like they're not gonna buy it. i just have to book it 
uh-huh. or else there's not going to be enough time. And she like starts running and she runs all the way down the hall, gets to the pool room. And she's like, and like in her own head, she's like, I don't know how to swim, but this is the only chance to save the boy. And like, like it's slow motion. She's diving in. I was like, such a caring soul to just jump in. Like I literally uh, cried. <laughs> that's really powerful though. That's really good setup for that. That's great. Yeah. And then uh like her her dad obviously follows her when she starts running, sees her dive in, knows she can't swim, jumps in to save her while he's down there, sees the boy, saves mm. Beth. And you're like, Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, the fact that she would sacrifice herself to even attempt to save the boy Im- like immediately. I was just like, Oh <laughs> this show's so good. <laughs> <laughs> And there's some, uh, there's something else like that. Some little kids, the the people that made Avatar are making on Netflix Dragon Prince or something. Okay. And what whatever the last season I watched, near the end, somebody's falling off a cliff or something, and he's supposed to have these. I can't fully remember. He's supposed to have a dragon or like powers that he can fly, but his powers went away. But he's like. I'm going to save this person and like jumps down after cry. <laughs> Just like, yeah, the, 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 like, it doesn't matter what happens to me. I'm going to try to save this person yeah. immediately. Jeremiah's like, <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> You're like, yeah, people, you know, sacrificing themselves when they, they believe that they, they will probably die yeah. in the process. And I'm over here like, just, like, just give me a good setup and pay off. And I'm, <laughs> I'm in tears. <laughs> He's like, I will build a snowman. <laughs> but I didn't cry when mother saved. Uh, oh. barbarian. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I, you know, there's exceptions. Obviously. It's beautiful. Exceptions. <laughs> so beautiful. Like what if, <laughs> what if on rewatching that you cry in that moment? That's so beautiful. We've been in theaters. I would have been like, "This what? is the one." Are you okay, <laughs> like, this is the one. <laughs> you break burst out into tears in. Like, are you okay, man? It's a it's a monster saving us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's that's two kids things that got me. That's when you know, like, I'm completely unhinged. Though, is when I go back and watch Bullet Train, and something makes me cry. <laughs> <laughs> like, not like out of laughter or anything like that, but I'm generally just like. <laughs> <laughs> it's so moving. Oh. He thought she would have another. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, yeah. I don't know what else. You, what you going to cry about? But. All right. Well, that's it. Last onion mystery solved. We did it. <clears throat> Everybody dumb. <laughs> Love it. It's just so dumb. Thank <laughs> you.